no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. One more time. One more time. Perez and A-Dub, it's time to bear down. Let's get it, fellas. We got you, Fred. It's Packers Week. You know what it is. Welcome to the Bear Essentials. On today's show, we preview our Week 14 matchup against the Packers. And guess what, audience? My boy A-Dub is back in the building. He's back in the lab. A-Dub, talk to him. Yes, sir, Fred. I'm back, baby. Coming back like MJ. We're in the 23, but not the 4-5, man. Okay, I see you. I see you coming back with a little swagger, too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, listen, man, before we get into the episode, man, I, man, first of all, missed having you on the show. How you doing, man? You feeling better, man? Hey, I'm feeling better, Prez, man. I really am, bro. I want to say thank you to you, man, the fans of the show, my family, everybody that reached out to me, man. It was definitely rough, but your boy is back. Hey, you sound good. You sound good, man. Everybody was worried about you. I told everybody, I said, listen, rest assured, this man is recovering. He just needs a little time away. But I said, he will be back. Yeah, man, I'm happy to be back, man. I'm blessed, friends. Count your blessings every day. But I would tell everybody, man, if you ever got something going on health-wise, take your butt to that doctor or to the hospital to make sure you're okay. Yeah, because in your situation, man, if you hadn't have done that, it would have went a different way. Yes, it would have been, man. Different story, man. So I'm glad I handled that, and I'm blessed to be back. Welcome back. Well, let's get into this show, man, because as I mentioned in the open, this is Packers week, and I don't care that we're four and eight. We got Green Bay on the calendar, and I want to beat them motherfuckers. For me, I'm all juiced up about this game, and I know people are like, hey, Press, this team ain't going nowhere. You keep telling us that. I know, but it's Packers week. I don't care. This is Packers week, the biggest week of football for us, man. Anytime we play against these guys, it's a big deal. With uh, Aaron Rodgers making those comments, we owe him, man. Payback. You make those comments, guess what? You got to eat those words. I hope our boys come back with vengeance on him on that. I really hope so, too, A-Dub. But I would say when you look at the history of this matchup, no team has beaten the Bears more in the regular season than the Packers have. And what we also have seen, this rivalry or their lack of, has been rather one-sided. So for me, it's tough because I grew up with this rivalry actually meaning something, right? And the fact that we were competitive with these guys. Now, under the Matt Nagy regime, ugh, this shit has been awful, bro. And the one thing, <laughs> Lovey Smith, which he got fired for winning 10 games. And I always talk about that, how that was bullshit. But what did Lovey always say his goals were? Beat Green Bay. Beat Absolutely. Green Bay. I'm with Lovey, man. I'm with Lovey. That's a big deal. We know. I mean, going against Brad Favre, we knew how it was, Chris. We wanted to beat Brad Favre. Same with Aaron Rodgers. We want to beat that guy. Hasn't worked out under Nagy, man. But we got to get it back. We got to get our swagger back. Yes, we do. Well, I do want to talk to you about some key things here that popped up, A-Dub, before we get into this matchup in particular. So I wanted to give a shout-out to Jimmy Graham because for the second year in a row, A-Dub, he's our nominee for Walter Payton Man of the Year. And Jimmy Graham does so much good, man, out here. And I give him so much respect. I know in the past I've talked about some of the on-field stuff with him. I said, all that contract, why did they give it to him and this and that. But listen, off the field, the stuff that he does with at-risk youth and with the military veterans, second to none. That is beautiful, Perez. And I'm glad you're talking about it, man, because uh, Timmy Grant has been excellent off the field, Perez. I mean, excellent. And doing these things here, man, what he's been doing with the military, 
that is awesome because you know how I feel about the military. I know I've, I've never been there, but I put those guys on a pedestal because of what they've done for this country. So to see that Jimmy Graham is heavily involved in that process, man, you you take that pride with that. So salute to Jimmy Graham. Continue doing great things. And I salute you as well, A-Dub, and I agree with you because the military, the sacrifice and, and all the things that they do, hey, man, that shit, whew, it, it, they, they joined that knowing that they're giving up all of themselves for the betterment of their country. So, like, that's the ultimate sacrifice. And also, the other thing that I saw that Jimmy Graham was doing, provide Thanksgiving meals. So in the spirit of the holidays, there's so many people out here that don't have access to meals. And the fact that he was doing that at Thanksgiving time, and I'm sure he'll be doing it again at Christmas time as well. So I can't even give enough credit to Jimmy Graham and the work that he's doing in the, in the community. I'm glad you threw out that Thanksgiving, giving out meals. That's a big deal. You know how it is, Chicago, in there. We got a lot of people out here who are homeless, don't have the financial means. And the fact that Jimmy Graham is taking this, going out there and helping out in that area, but making sure that people have food and have a good Thanksgiving, to do that kind of a justice for the city and doing that work, man, that means a lot to the people and also means a lot to those who are watching. We'll definitely uh, tune in later to see who wins that award. But like I said, second year in a row that Jimmy was nominated. So hopefully he can bring that award home um, and bring it back to Chicago in honor of Walter Payton, who was an incredible man. Absolutely. Let's go, Jimmy. The next piece of business, A-Dub, is Tevin Jenkins. So we talked about this on the show, the fact that he was activated off of IR. So he's available, active to come back. And they asked Juan Castillo, what's the plan with Tevin Jenkins here? So Juan Castillo gave a really weird analogy about a Christmas tree and Christmas lights or whatever the hell that shit was about. <laughs> but <laughs> what I took from that basically was that Tevin Jenkins is going to remain a backup probably for the remainder of the season and learn behind big mm-hmm. Jason Peters. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts there when you think about the fact of what that plan is with Tevin down the stretch? I think that we're trying to be very careful with this guy coming off injury. We don't want any setbacks, right? And he's part of the future next season. So you don't want to see the guy get hurt. Right now, as you talked about before in this pod, press, you talked about Peters and the job he has done. Peters has done a pretty good job at, uh, at the left tackle. So at this point, you can have Jenkins to continue to wait, learn, and continue to grow at the same time. Yeah, and, and it seemed like what Castillo was kind of mentioning or kind of alluding to was that he doesn't think that Jenkins is, is quite ready yet. And that's okay because right. he hasn't played much football in the last year. You got to think about it. So it's probably a good thing. Peters has been solid over there on the left. And He's a future Hall of Famer, so Tevin can learn from him. And one thing that I did like that Castillo had to say about Tevin was the fact that he said he's a really good attention-to-detail type of guy. He said, and the fact that he's going to be able to learn and soak up that knowledge from Jason Peters, it'll bode well for him in the future. He get a chance to learn from somebody, right? So I think before we had Peters, it was kind of like he's going to be thrown in the fires, right? So to learn from a guy like Peters who's been a pro bowler, who's done a lot in his career, that's good knowledge, you know, um, for Jenkins to learn from. So, but at the same time, you're right, Perez, the fact that, you know, what we worried about his health as well, that's taking that into consideration. The fact that you got to get back in game shape and all that stuff, that takes time. So why not let him continue to learn? No, and, and I mean, that's a fair point. So right now, audience, when it comes to Tevin Jenkins, we will continue to wait to see him. But it seems like if something were to happen injury-wise to Peters, that Tevin Jenkins would be the next guy up uh, at left tackle. So audience... We're going to get into the nuts and bolts of the injuries because the Bears are a very banged up team right now. If you guys looked at that injury report, it's pretty damn depressing. However, <laughs> one of the things that made me happy today is I saw that my boy Justin Fields was a full participant in practice today. And A-Dub, he will be starting on Sunday night, bro. 
Oh, yeah, Justin Fields never won back on that field, Perez. Man, that's a lot of excitement for me because you know what? You were not talked about this before, and I heard you and Big Dave talking about it, man, on the pie. The fact that Justin Fields get a chance to learn in this particular game, in a big game, the going against Aaron Rodgers, that's education right there in session, Perez. It really is. And also, too, the fact that he's going to have the experience of being able to play in Lambeau Field. So not only that matchup against Rodgers, but being able to play in, in this type of a game on the road in Lambeau. That's a very invaluable experience, and that, that's something there that I'm very happy that Justin's going to be able to get in that matchup. Yeah, man, I'm happy for the kid. This is going to help him down the road for sure, especially in a game like this. Because you know what? It may not be a big game to the Packers, but it's a definitely a big game to us, and you get to learn a whole hell of a lot going against a guy like Aaron Rodgers who might not, who might not be in the division next year. So let's hope. Now, a couple things that Justin Fields talked about when he met with the media today, and I really love how Justin Fields answers questions to the media. He doesn't give you fluff and word salads. He answers questions directly, asks of him in a way that if he doesn't think the question is a well-developed question, he'll answer it very abruptly and move on. And I love that about him. He's very no-nonsense. But if you ask him a good question, he will give you a well-thought-out answer. And so one of the questions that he got was just about his mindset. And he said, I'm not used to being an underdog. But he said he likes it that way. And what he's thinking about right now in this moment is the fact that he's with the Bears. They're four and eight. Everybody has counted us out. The fan base is down on the team. But this kid is like, look, I've never been in this situation before. But guess what? I'm going to thrive in this type of situation. That's a great attitude to have. And I love hearing our quarterback speaking like that, A-Dub. That is very humbling, too. To be in a situation they've been in before, Perez, and taking it with stride. You know what I'm saying? I love that about this kid. That's the one thing that you and I talked about with leadership and all those great qualities that he has is that this kid doesn't mind it. He's like, you know what? This is what it is. I can roll with it. And matter of fact, I'm one of those guys who's going to continue to get better and, and be the one that come out on the top at the end of the day. So you like that about him, man. He's going to continue to work hard, Perez. He's going to continue to put the work in. And he even said, too, when they asked him about the rib injury, he said it's not nearly as bad as the rib injury that he had in college. Because you remember, we talked about this on the show during the summer, the shot that he took in the BCS playoffs against Clemson, that one, he was on the ground for a little bit of time, but he came right back in the game and threw a touchdown the next play. But he said that rib injury was worse than the one that he suffered against the Ravens. The good thing is I'm glad that we're being precautious with them, Perez, taking precaution. Because the thing is, we don't want to see the guy, you know, uh, get worse. You know what I'm saying? With taking so many hits he's been taking already. So the fact that it's not to that point, that's good to hear. He's going to be wearing uh, protection around his ribs. But he said that even if he didn't have this injury, he would still do that anyway. So I think he's good to go for Sunday. And I'm glad that he's back. Because as we talked about so many times on the show, A-Dub, this season is about his development. We're not going to the playoffs, so I want us to use these remaining games to let this guy keep getting games like this under his belt. Yeah, man, it's a good one, too, Perez, that you and I talked about. It's a very good game here to continue to learn in, and I think every game that he plays, Perez, we've seen the kid continue to get better and better. So I think right here, this is another step in, in his progression. Yeah, but shit, the last time he played on primetime, that was the game against the Steelers, and he lit it up in that second half. You remember? <laughs> Hell yeah, he did. I was like, wow, this kid's showing that, hey, I can play under bright lights. This is nothing new to me, pretty much. He was on some bright lights in college as well. But you yep. know what? He's showing that up in the NFL. I can handle it. So that's one thing you like about a kid like him, Perez. He has poise, right? He has a lot of that, man. And um, he has that leadership, that quarterback DNA that you want to have lead your charge. Oh, yeah, he's got the right type of DNA. He's got that that clutch gene in him as well, you know. And 
I'm telling you, audience, be prepared for Justin Fields to show out on Sunday night. And we're going to get into why in a little bit later on. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sport Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania, new customers only. Minimum of $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambler problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now back to the show. A-Dub, I want to talk to you about some of the other injuries on the team right now. So Andy Dalton, he might have a broken bone in his hand from the last game against the Cardinals. So the fact that Justin Fields is able to return came at a really good time for us because I didn't want any parts of fucking Nick Foles being the starting quarterback on Sunday. I, <laughs> I promise you, bro, that would have been a fucking remote control being destroyed type of game if I'd have had to watch that shit. Hey, look, man, I'm so glad he's not playing either. Man. So it's good that Justin Fields was able to come back. We can roll off that because you're right, man. Had we seen him coming to that game, it was going to be a problem. It was going to be a big problem. So right now, we got our boy, Justin Fields, coming to lead the charge. David Montgomery. Pretty banged up, man. He's He didn't practice. He's dealing with a shoulder growing in glute. So half his body is banged up right now. What do I always say, A-Dub, about Montgomery? His running style, his style of play, very physical runner, but he takes a lot of punishment. And right now, when you see those type of injuries piling up for him, you can tell he took a pounding in that matchup against the Cardinals. Yeah, he did took a pounding. I was watching that game. I was like, was he playing well? They played well last game, Chris. But you're right. A lot of hits. A lot of contact on him, man. Um, you know, he's going to continue to work through it, but at the end of the day, it can add up, man. It can cause some pain, right? Some wear and tear on that body. Santos and Travis Gibson, they didn't practice. They were marked as having an illness. I don't think it's COVID-related, but, you know, it's just the illness, but they didn't practice. So that'll be something to look into as we get closer to the game, especially if Santos is not able to play. So, you know, we don't have Brian Johnson on the roster anymore. He's with the uh, the, the Washington football team. So that's something that we'll kind of keep our eyes out on. But we do got some really good news as far as the injury report. Now, audience, I said the injury report was awful, but we got some decent news coming down the pipeline. A-Rob returned to practice today, limited, but he returned. Hakeem Hicks returned to practice. Your boy Marquis Goodwin came back and also Damian Williams. And so when I look at those injuries right there and the fact that these guys came back, what do you think the likelihood is that A-Rob and Hakeem Hicks play on Sunday night? I think the likelihood is that they do play, Brez. You know, that's reinforcement right there, man, that we can use. So I'm really hopeful that these two guys will be playing Hicks and A-Rob. And I'll say this. I, I almost went in on A-Rob last week because I've just been a little frustrated with the season that he has. And I'm sure he's frustrated as well with just how everything has gone. 
But I hope that he gets back out there, not only just for our sake, but A-Rob, you got to rebuild your damn market value, man, because you've had such an awful season, man, and you're in your free agent year as well. Come on, man. You got you to gotta ball out these last few games of the season. So get back out there. Hakeem Hicks, Big Dave said you went into retirement early. Hey, prove him wrong. Come on, Big Come on, Hakeem. <laughs> right, Hicks. Prove Big Dave wrong, man. I still think Hicks got a lot left in the tank for his. You know, I think he still want to show the team that, hey, I still got value. I'm still a force, you know, up that middle. So, but A-Rob, like you mentioned about him, Perez, it's, it's been tough. It's been a tough year for him. He still got something to show because he wants a contract next year. He got to prove to the team, prove to everyone in the world that he still got value. Yeah, and then I, I have a sneaking uh, suspicion that it won't happen here. So, A-Dub, <laughs> my boy A-Rob, man, he's playing for his next contract elsewhere because I just don't see it, man. If they were going to give him that contract, they would already have done so. I don't think it's going to happen here. I don't think it's going to happen here either, Perez. But, you know, it is what it is, man. I just hope the guy gets the money he's looking for, you know, out in free agency. I just want to see him get some plays going with Justin Fields. I want to see Justin Fields getting a nice rhythm with him. I want to continue to see that rhythm between Fields and Mooney and Komet and some of the other weapons that we have on offense. I need to see A-Rob being the A-Rob that you and I raved about on this show last year. Yeah, man. If he can get back to that press. Because you're right, last season, he was the workhorse for us. He's the guy that we relied upon for all the big catches, the big plays. So if he can get back to that with Justin Fields, man, that would be lovely to see because we were looking for some of that early this season. If he can put together some good games with Justin Fields um, for these next few games, that would be awesome. No, that's that's a really good point, A-Dub. Because when you look at this Packers team that we're facing, they are pretty much lining up to win the division. I mean, they're 9-3, A-Dub. Like I said, we're going nowhere fast. So in this matchup, if the Packers win and the Vikings lose on Thursday night, then the Packers clinch the division. So not only is this a matchup on primetime TV that we have, and we have not always performed well on primetime TV, the Packers have something to play for because they're trying to clinch the division, they do. Yeah, man, they want to probably close it out, <laughs> you know, probably against us. They still want to show something on primetime, the Packers that they got, you know, that they didn't seem to beat. You know, um, in the division, of course, and probably show to everyone in the world that hey, they're going to be a very strong playoff team as well. So, you know, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, of course, when it comes to the Bears, he want to beat us anyway. Yeah, and like I said, he had his shit that he was talking in Soldier Field. I hope that our guys come out there and they're physical and they're ready to play because we haven't won a Lambeau Field since 2015. A Dub, Woo. that's a long time, Brass. That's a long time, man. And. <laughs> It seems like it's so long ago, A-Dub, that you and I were in Vegas. We beat the Raiders. We were 3-2, and two, and we were feeling pretty good about the season, man. And this shit just was, it'll just spiral out of control. And don't even talk about, friends, my predictions. <laughs> man, I'm not even talking about that shit no more. <laughs> because it's over. Listen, your predictions are over when you made them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I, I'm back down to earth. You know I still are the best friends, but, man, I can see the light. <laughs> Shit. Oh, <laughs> goodness. But, I mean, you were talking about Aaron Rodgers. And in this matchup, when you think about Aaron, I always tell people with Aaron Rodgers, he wins the battle at the line of scrimmage. A lot of times with defenses, you have to give him different variations of looks to try to trick him or confuse him. But the problem is he has seen every type of defense in his league and he's the master at changing things up at the line of scrimmage. So the last time we played, I said, 
the side is going to have to really win this chess match with Aaron Rodgers. But we saw what happened in the last matchup. Aaron Rodgers won that chess match. They came in here to Soldier Field, beat us 24 to 14, and he made it look easy. I mean, he didn't look like he struggled at all in that matchup. And so in this game here, I don't see it any differently. We have to neutralize Aaron Rodgers, A-Dub, Aaron Jones. Now, you know, he missed a couple games with the MCL injury. It looks like they're kind of trying to work him back in slowly. But they also got your boy, A.J. Dillon, who is right. a hammer in the Ooh. running game. So those are two guys that you have a nice one-two punch there. That in this matchup, I'm looking at it like saying, hey, if they decide, okay, we want to ease Aaron Jones a little even more, well, they're going to put A.J. Dillon in the game and then just run him up the middle because he is the type of back that's a physical back that you could give him 10 to 15 hard carries in the game, and it don't bother him. Press, you just hit on some, some really key points when they come down to the Packers, man. This is a team that can throw it, press or a team that can run it. You know what I'm saying? They can do both. And the fact, if you're giving Aaron Rodgers a whole hell of a lot of time, press, he can, he can murder you, man. And then you talk about A.J. Dillon, like you say, how easy murders to being a very good back. I mean, they got guys, man. They got weapons. And the fact that they got a good running game going, press, it makes them even more dangerous. Yeah, and I mean, and let's not even forget the fact of talking about Devontae Adams. Now, the one thing that I will say in this matchup is I like Jalen Johnson shadowing him. In the last game that they played, Devontae Adams got a play or play or two on, on Jalen. But for the most part, I thought Jalen played him very well. But my issue when I look at this matchup, A-Dub, and one of my keys in this game is the fact of it's not Jalen versus Devontae. It's going to be whoever the fuck they decide to play at the other cornerback position on Valdez Scantling, on Lazard, or whoever the, the fucking alternate receivers are for the Packers. Whoever is covering those guys, those guys are going to have to do their fucking job. Because what we've seen in these last games, the cornerback opposite of Jalen Johnson has continued to get cooked. We saw Burns get cooked. I mean, it's just too much happening on the opposite side of Jalen Johnson, man. That is problematic for us problematic it's been problematic all season bill door getting cooked i mean we just it's just too much happening man so you're right we can't slow those guys down on the opposite side of Jalen johnson we got trouble one of my keys though press i look at time of possession man i really do look at time of possession as long as Aaron Rodgers on that field press that speaks trouble for us right. we're talking about time of possession man we're talking about keeping Aaron Rodgers off the field how the hell do you keep them off the field? Well, we got to execute, right, Press? We got we to convert on third down, you know? We got to run the football effectively. We got to pass effectively. We got to keep those guys off balance, right? Their defense. So those are the kind of things you got to think about when you're talking about keeping Aaron Rodgers off the field. And we cannot turn the ball over, Press. No, I mean, that that's fair. Because if you look at the, the last game that we just had and those poor, poor decisions by Andy Dalton, we lost that turnover battle. And in essence, we lost the game because – the Cardinals converted 23 of those points on the board, right? The defense never had a chance. So you can't do that against the Packers. If that's the type of game that we have against the Packers, you can consider our asses just toast. <laughs> I was going to say just one thing that, that I forgot to even talk about. Randall Cobb. Now, even though he's not the Randall Cobb of old, he's going to line up in the slot. Yep. That's another area here in this defense that concerns me. And so that's what I was saying with my key, the fact that I'm not worried about Jalen. Jalen, we, we know what we can expect from him. It's the others. Right. And so that's what I'm really worried about in this matchup. It really, really concerns me. But then also, you mentioned about the fact of time of possession. I love that key because it kind of piggybacks one of the keys that I have is in the third phase of the team, special teams. 
They have to execute. What I mean by that is, audience, the punter, we need to pin the Packers back within inside their 10-yard line. Santos, if he plays, has to hit his field goals. We can't have any more of these misses, Cairo. We love you. We can't have any more of those misses. We got to execute. We got to tackle. We got to win the field position game. If we execute on that third phase, I think that piggybacks what A-Dub was mentioning about time of possession. If we can get the Packers off the field, if we can run that damn football, milk the clock, play timely passing with Justin Fields, I like our chances, A-Dub. Yeah, I'm with you there, Fred, because I know Justin Fields is coming back, and he's still a rookie. I don't want us putting so much on him, right, to say, make these throws, make these deep throws, make all these passes. Let's run the football effectively, like you're saying, Perez. And I think that will help, you know, ease Justin into the game, right, without taking a lot of punishment either. And also, too, now you got to think about this Packers defense. Kenny Clark in the middle of that defense. He's a load. And I've talked about on this show so many times the struggles that Sam Mustafer has had at the point of attack. This is going to be a matchup for us to really make sure that we're keying in on. And it's going to be very important to make sure that Whitehair and Daniels are going to be helping out Mustafer with Kenny Clark. Because Kenny Clark, he always has big-time games against the Bears. Yes, he does, Perez. And I haven't been too impressed with Cody Whitehair. You know, I haven't been too impressed with these guys this season. Yeah, it's going to be hard, man. It's going to be a tough battle. That's going to be one of the keys. You got to contain those guys. Got to contain those guys. And then you got to think about the linebackers that they have. They have some really good linebackers. Preston Smith, Devondre Campbell. These are guys that are really good in coverage. Devondre Campbell as a tackling machine. I mean, we have our own version here in, in Roquan. Uh, listen, right. <laughs> he ain't no Roquan. Uh, however, going up against this defense, David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, they're going to have to contend not only with Kenny Clark in the middle, but those linebackers for the Packers. Yeah, they they, they turn out to be pretty solid for the Packers. I'll give them that credit. That's, we got to stud ourselves a rope on. They're solid, but they very they are solid. Then they also have, what, Alexander coming back too for as they cornerback, so it makes it even more difficult in their secondary. And that's why I'm hoping that your boy uh, A-Rob is able to get back out there because the combination of A-Rob and Mooney and Goodwin out there, I feel really good about that. And also, too, I think to the point Dave made on the show last week, Cole Commit. We got to utilize him in the season yes. defense. Got to yes. utilize him. Get him involved. I love that you all were talking about that, Perez, you and uh, Big Dave, about Cole Commit. Because uh, Commit really have shown us some signs, man. He's done some damage with it. So if he can get open, which I believe he can, let's utilize it. Cole Commit can become a key factor for us. And Robert Quinn, 12 sacks on the season, eight dub, five and a half Woo! away from Richard Ditt's team record. I want him to be chasing Aaron Rodgers around that fucking field. Now, we know Aaron Rodgers gets rid of that football very quickly, but Robert Quinn, that man right there, he's going to be key in this matchup. Robert Quinn and the job that he's going to be able to do on, on, on rushing the passer, that's going to be very important for us in this matchup. I think David Batiara, therefore, Quinn may have the matchup, right? The matchup to where he can get in that backfield, right, and cause havoc. I really hope so. I really hope so, because like I said, I want – Aaron Rodgers to pay for those fucking words that he made. And he came on our field and was talking that shit. And at the time, I told the audience, look, we couldn't necessarily be mad at it because what he said was true. I just didn't like the fact that he came on our field and said the shit. Also, was kind of salty <laughs> the fact that everything he said was the truth. I just, I didn't like it. I'm hoping that Quinn or somebody can put Aaron Rodgers on his ass to say, hey, we heard what you said, man. And I want mine. What about, you know, uh, linebackers or somebody on the D-line for us to pick up a penalty for, you know, for taunting Aaron Rodgers? That would be dope to see for me. 
I don't want to see no more of that tarnish shit. They they get like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna let you have that one. I I, I was kind of sick of all that bullshit with what they was doing on defense. Just put this motherfucker on his ass and walk away. Fuck him. <laughs> Make him pay for those comments. Make him fucking pay. He got the pay, friends. He got the pay, man. But the one thing that I will say about Aaron Rodgers, and this is something that he always says, is whenever he steps on the field, he expects greatness. And that is why I'm so excited about this matchup between him and Justin Fields, because this is Justin Fields at this stage of his career getting a taste of competing against somebody that's at the top of his game like Aaron Rodgers. With Justin Fields, he's going to be the guy for us for many, many years. It's always good to go against some of the breaks, the Tom Brady's of the world, Aaron Rodgers. Those are the games that you learn something from, that you take from and say, you know what? I see what that guy did, you know? And you can come back and add it to your arsenal, whatever, and um, you come back stronger. So hoping that Justin Fields can do that. All right, A-Double. Hey, we're down to the nitty-gritty of this show here. Hit him with your final score prediction, man, for week 14. Week 14, I got to give the Packers. I think they're going to win this game, Press 27-20. Packers so, take the win. So you got it 27-20. to 20. So you got the Bears hanging in there with them. Yeah, I think we can hang, man. I think we can hang, bro. All right, so audience, I have the Packers winning 24-13. to 13. For any of our gamblers out there, DraftKings has this game as the Bears being a 12-and-a-half-point road underdog. So my Damn. prediction has the Bears actually covering that spread. And I have that happening because of Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields being in this matchup gives us a puncher's chance. And I think that's all we got. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's one thing you like about the kid. He's going to be a joy to watch. Well, audience, in the spirit of talking about that 12-and-a-half-point spread for the Bears, our Winter Circle show, our sports betting show, we're going to be releasing that on Saturday. And for any of you guys that haven't checked it out yet, be sure to tune in because your boy went 12 for 12 on his betting picks last week, 100%, y'all. There was a lot of people that made some money out there. So if any of you guys have not tuned in to the Winter Circle, what are you waiting on? All I got to say, friends, is your boy A-Dub made some money. I am. Yes, sir. I was thinking about you, too. I was like, man, I know Adele probably threw a couple bets in while he was resting up. Hey, man, I said, hold on. Woo! I hit pretty good, Prince. So, audience, you guys can be in that same boat, too. So don't forget, be on the lookout for that winner circle. Before we get out of here, though, we do want to thank all of you guys that have purchased gifts for the Child Link Toy Drive that we talked about on the last show. We just released that information a couple days ago, and we already had 87 people that have purchased items for that for the kids. And that, to me, is awesome. But let's try to get that number over 100. So anybody that wants to help and wants to donate to this great cause, please shoot us a DM, and we can get the Amazon link over to you. These kids are amazing kids. This is a great opportunity to really give back this holiday season. All gifts must be purchased by December 18th. So guys, please, we definitely would love any and everybody that's interested in helping out to reach out to us to get a link so that way you guys can give a little Christmas cheer to a kid this season. Absolutely, Perez. And for those who already purchased, I salute to you all. Thanks for bringing up, making the kids happy. Well, A-Dub, man, I'm looking forward to uh, Sunday night and chopping it up with you, man, again on the show. Glad that you're back. We got a tough matchup, man. But listen, anything can happen in the NFL, like you always say, any given Sunday. So we'll see. Yes, sir. We'll see, bro. All right, audience. Well, it was good chatting with y'all, and we are out. Thanks for listening to The Very Cinches. You can find this show wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate your continued support. 
and for making this a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. As always, Bears Nation, come down with us.